Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Sunny Mary Meadow podcast. I am your host, Liz Fiddler. Today is Monday, June 5th, and I am going to talk about what we do on a flower farm in central Minnesota during the month of June. We do not have a ton of flowers blooming yet. We're really in this kind of lull right now. Someday we will have a ton of peonies blooming in June. I would say the ones, like even the ones in my landscaping are probably a week out or so, but usually they're maybe even two weeks out from here. They usually bloom around June 20th. And so I think... You know, it's it's just, it's a lot of work right now. And everyone wants to come visit the farm right now. It's the start of summer. They're like, can I come see it? I'm like, yeah, but it's really ugly. <laughs> um, and so I just want to talk about what we do the month of June. I'm going to kind of bring you back a little bit what was blooming so far this year. I have a high tunnel. And so my first tulips were starting to bloom and I could start picking them around April 20th, maybe. And so I think like the 26th or something around that is when I started my tulip subscriptions. And so I had those every week for four weeks and they ended, I don't know, May 18th, something like that. So that was every week for four weeks. And then I had Mother's Day was in there. And then we planted pretty much nothing got planted before May 1st here, which I'll talk about that a little bit later in this episode That's definitely not how it's going to be going from here on out. But remember, we created a new U-Pick section this year. So we literally had to create those lines and those garden beds. And I wouldn't say that it took longer than we thought, but we actually were really wet. Thankfully, we were really wet in April because we had so much snow that it was just so muddy we couldn't get down there because now like I don't think it's rained since and now we're in like a severe drought already in June 5th. So yeah, so we didn't really get anything planted. Now in the future, I will have some plants mid-June. I just, and I, I did last year, but I just don't have them this year because I did not have my stuff together. I shouldn't say that I didn't have my stuff together. I feel like I have my stuff together pretty good. I just literally didn't have time and it wasn't a priority to have flowers earlier in June, but eventually it will be. If you go back and listen to my episode on cool hardy annuals, that will make a little bit more sense what I'm talking about. Yeah. So right now, June in Minnesota, June 5th, tomorrow, June 6th, there will be four people here plus myself. So five of us, and we are going to be weeding and pulling weeds. Tomorrow's Tuesday. So Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday, we're going to be pulling weeds from like 6.30 to 11. And a lot of those people are coming for like two hour chunks in there. There is someone that said, well, I can come from 6.30 to 8.30. I'm like, oh, you don't have to. It's not that big of a deal. She's like, no, I want to. Like, okay. So I messaged the nanny. I'm like, can you come at 6.30? And she's like, "Mm, sure, sure. (laughs) Yeah. So we're going to get started. But What I like to do is I like to wait until now because the zinnias, for example, are six inches tall. The snapdragons are six inches tall. The asters are six inches tall. The cosmos are probably only three inches tall, but we'll wait until the end of the week to do those. But we'll start with those easy plants. And it's just a lot easier to pull the weeds when you can actually see the established plant a little bit better. And then we'll go through and we'll do a big weeding this week and it gets so hot by 11 a.m or 10 a.m even so that's why I want to be done by 11 and then call it good but I want to have everything weeded so Lindsay that works here on the farm she's the one who painted the murals she weeded the peonies last week and the lisianthus in the high tunnel and they look fantastic we'll probably weed the lisianthus again the end of the week but we ended up with 19 rows that are about five feet of flowers because of the 
edging of the fabric. So it's about five feet wide of flowers. You know, each row has probably 400 to 600 plants, depending if they're nine inch or 12 inch or seven inch spacing. And then, yeah, we just literally the, the holes around the weeds, we have to pull between them or pull the weeds around the holes. So it won't be too bad, but I like to wait until the plants are a little bit bigger, a little bit more established. We also had to seed, I think, five rows of grass that were part of the original garden. And so we have those seeded in between the you pick rows and like you know who knows it's going to be baby grass that gets trampled on because literally it's meant to be walked on between rows but it needed to be done so we seeded it and so we're constantly watering that and trying not to walk on it but yeah I like to do this big round of weeding right now and then we'll let the plants establish a little bit more and then probably two or three weeks from now we'll just see how it goes with watering everything so much but we're in a drought so who knows but I think you know, somewhere around June 20th or so, we'll end up doing uh, maybe June 25th, something like that. We'll end up doing another round of literally having to weed everything. But then besides that, like in the summertime, you really don't have to do too much because the canopy kind of takes over and there isn't enough light for little flowers to germinate. So like the zinnias on the edge will need to have the weeds pulled, but otherwise it's like, you know, if you spend 15 minutes on each row every couple days, like you can keep up with it pretty well. The other thing that we are doing constantly is watering. I have drip lines for every single row down there, but I'm really only turning them on a couple day, every couple days because we have the overhead sprinklers going because of all the grass that we seeded in down there. We will be putting in a big irrigation system for our lawn shortly, but that's not going to be on top of the flowers because I don't want to water them overhead. They need to be watered below. But yeah, so it's constantly moving hoses. And then the peonies, I don't have drip lines for them. So today's June 5th. On Saturday, June 10th, Brent is putting two new hydrants down by my garden. So I'll have one like the start of where my drip lines are. And then he's actually putting one on the far end of the peony field, which I'm so excited about. I don't know that we're going to do actual drip lines for them or if we'll just do like one of those tractor sprinklers, but we definitely need a sprinkler down there. But I'm so excited to have a hydrant because when you're running 300 feet of garden hose, the pressure gets way too low. Plus it's just, it's heavy when it's full and you got to move it. And then you're like dragging it across plants. And it's like, oh my God, if I can have 75 feet of garden hose instead of 300 feet of garden hose, it's going to be life-changing. <laughs> so we're constantly doing that beginning of next week, or maybe the end of this week, depending on when the, when everything gets weeded, Lindsay and I will go through and we'll put in T-posts and then we'll put staking. So the floral netting that I did, I have a whole episode coming up on staking plants, but basically like the snapdragons and the stock, the lisianthus. And the cosmos, you want to make sure that they grow straight and upward. The amaranth is fine because they have such a thick stalk. The sunflowers are fine. They have such a thick stalk. So we'll go through and do that staking once, you know, you want to do it before the plants are about a foot tall. And so they're probably six inches tall right now, but so they're, we got to do it sooner than later. Some people do their zinnias. I guess I never have. I don't know. I've gotten away with it. And then we're just going to be doing a lot of tidying up our shed or our barn where we do not barn building the butcher shop where I keep the flowers where my flower cooler is we're just painting everything we're ripping out some upper cabinets so that there's room for jars Um, we actually have a contractor that's working on some of that stuff here the month of June I'm very appreciative that he's doing it it's just I wish it had been done a little bit sooner which it's I'm not saying it's his fault like we should have been on it earlier what we wanted for a plan but so now we're kind of in this lull and I really want them done before 
you know, summer subscriptions start, but I would like them done even sooner because then I can just organize the jars and the labels and whatever. But it is what it is. If it doesn't get done before subscriptions start and we can't really move back in there until then, that's just the way it is. Yeah. And then the other thing that I'm really not doing a ton of is, well, I am answering a ton of emails and people are like placing orders for, you know, a baby shower or this or that, or they're just finding out that I can order DIY buckets. And, you know, so that's a lot of it. But then I have people that are messaging me about private events and I'm like, sorry, our calendar is pretty well full. I sent out emails earlier. Like I'm, I really don't have much openings. I mean, I, I guess I maybe could, but I, I just don't want something at my farm every single night. So yeah, I have the events calendar on the website. So people start signing up for UPICs, sunnymarymeadow.com slash events. There's UPICs on there. There's different STEM bars. There's a Tuesday tour where they can come and they can tour the farm. So yeah, I'm just kind of responding to emails about that. You know, people are like, well, do I need a ticket for all of my kids? And it's like, yes, unfortunately you do. Because if you bring three kids and someone else brings three kids and five moms bring three kids, then I still only sold five bouquets and I had 20 people in my flower fields. And it's just, I don't know, I've made that decision. Plus the other thing that I, I mean, technically I fall under agritourism, but I just, I really don't want to be viewed as a venue and I don't want people like the private events that I do. Like I had someone ask me if they could have a family reunion here. I'm like, nope. They're like, well, you know, we'll buy some flowers and we're really sentimental to the farm because we knew, you know, great grandpa fiddler, or I, I don't know, or they cut up meat here or something. And I'm like, that's, it's great. And I really appreciate you wanting to come visit, but I just, I don't want to become a venue. I don't want to become, you know, so it's like if, if everyone at the family reunion wants to buy a bouquet, then we're cool with it. But it's like, nope. Otherwise I think just go to a park somewhere, rent a picnic shelter. I'm just not interested in going down that avenue. I mean, never say never. Like if there's certain certain things or certain, you know, there's like work companies that come out, but they're all buying a bouquet or they're all, you know, it's still all very flower related. That's kind of where I want to stay. But again, I've had a lot of people ask me about, you know, renting it or renting the space or just, you know, being able to hang out down there. And I'm like, well, only if you each buy a bouquet, then you can. So yeah, just kind of figuring that out. But it's just a lot of answering emails and stuff like that right now. Hey, this is producer Abby from the Sunny Mary Meadow podcast, taking a quick break from the podcast to let you know that this podcast is possible because of Abby Graves Productions. And if you've ever been in the market for anything like a radio commercial for your business, maybe you run a flower farm yourself, you're looking to have some advertising done for that. I would be more than happy to help you out with creating that special advertisement. Also, I do podcast production. So if you've ever wanted to start your own podcast, maybe you and your friends have talked in the past and said, oh man, you you know, we should really have a podcast. I offer that service as well. So if you've ever been in the market for something like that, do not hesitate to reach out to me. You can get to me at Abby Graves Productions. That's A-B-B-E-Y-G-R-A-V-E-S Productions at gmail.com. And I'd be more than happy to help you start your media dream out right. Thanks for listening to the Sunny Mary Meadow podcast. Now back to Liz. So my next thing that I wanted to say is what I plan on doing differently for June of next year. And that actually starts already this fall. So if you listen to my Cool Hardy annual episode, you know that of the 19 rows, like I have one row of Bupleurum right now. And I would like to just have that always be the Bupleurum row because it self-seeds so nicely. Where it was last year, 
I had like 30 bupleurum plants. I ended up having to like till them under because I just could not transplant them in time. And yeah, so I think like just let them self-seed this year. That'll just be that row. It'll be kind of ugly in the U-picks, but whatever, it's fine. <laughs> so that'll be like my bupleurum row. Now there's Bells of Ireland, False Queen Anne's Lace, and Orlia, and they all really self-seed super nicely too. So actually, I think I'm still going to buy the seeds, but then this fall, what I'll do is I'll get those beds prepped I'll, you know, take out the old plants, roll up the fabric, roll up the drip lines, add my compost, mix it in. But I think I'm actually going to, for those four rows, I'm going to try to lay out the fabric again this fall. And then I'm going to plant seeds already in those holes this fall. Because if they grow from self-seeding, why wouldn't they grow if I intentionally put the seeds there? And then my goal would be, you know, the Orlia that I had that self-seeded last year is already blooming and it's June 5th. The Bupleurum is a couple days away from blooming and it's June 5th. Whereas the ones I planted from seeds on May 1st, because that's the soonest I could get to it, you know, they're another month out. And so I think that's what I'm going to try to do this fall is plant those so that I have some of my own flowers in June. And remember, I'm not going to have subscriptions in June, but there's constantly buckets of flowers that people want and stem bars and that type of thing. I'm also going to order my stock and my snapdragons, my plugs of those to arrive like, I think I'm going to hope for like April 20th so that I can transplant them out by, you know, April 22nd, 23rd. Same thing with my lisianthus that goes in the tunnel, just so I can have much earlier blooms from that standpoint, because I am selling buckets of flowers and bouquets on demand. And you can go on my website right now and just buy a bouquet at any time if you click on shop and then click on all products and it's there. So people can just buy bouquets at any time. I really haven't advertised that a ton yet, just, you know, logistics, but it's like people are finding it on their own and I'm okay with it. I'm okay with June being slow. And then the other thing that I'm doing here in the month of June is my ranunculus. So June 5th, so last week, I think it was the first, second, and third I let subscription holders pick up a bouquet and I sold over 50 of them to current subscription holders, over 50 dozen ranunculus bundles. And they were just straight bundles, nothing mixed in. And then this next week, now all I'm doing this week is just picking the ranunculus and I've got like, I don't know, probably 300 in the cooler right now and I'm just going to keep adding more and more. And then I'll advertise those ranunculus and I'll let people sign up for a day to pick them up and kind of reserve their bouquet and come and get them. And then my peonies, I'm just constantly watering those. Now, remember, mine are only in their first year, so I did not let them bloom. There's a few that I left buds on if they had like three or four stems or shoots coming up because I just want to see what they look like. But I just let one bud um, that I didn't cut off because, again, you want the energy to go to the root system, not the flower these first few years because you want the roots to get really nice and strong and healthy. However, we are constantly watering the peonies. I do have, I made friends with a flower farmer from Long Prairie, Minnesota. And so she actually, I bought 400 tulips from her about a month ago and I'm going to buy, I think, 200 peonies from her next week. So I'm just going to email my subscription holders again and say, subscription perk who wants a peony bouquet and so that won't be incredibly profitable for me but it's still just kind of a nice perk for them to have again if I'm buying the peonies from her and then reselling them you know it has to be worth it for her has to be kind of worth it for me but I don't know I just want to get them hooked on peonies because they're coming they're coming yeah so that's just kind of June on the flower farm and then of course trying to make time for the podcast like I said it's June 5th we still have a lot of projects around here to get done we have like 15 like huge cable spools from my fiance's godfather that was like president of the electric co-op I think that's what he did yeah he worked at the electric company 
and retired last year. But anyway, he dropped off all these spools. And so we're going to like sand them and stain them and all of that. We got some picnic tables to build. We still are just kind of working on tidying up the farm. A good chunk of it, once it's done this year, like now it's done. There's always going to be tidying things up in June and getting organized because in the fall, we're just exhausted. And yeah, so spring comes and May is always a whirlwind with planting and Mother's Day and subscriptions. So then like kind of look around and think like, what was that all about? Um, And now we're just kind of cleaning up from it. Yeah. Abby, what questions do you have about June on the Sunny Mary Meadow Flower Farm? Not necessarily a question. I was with my mom this weekend at the lake and she by no means has a cut flower garden, but she did plant a few things that you have planted out here. And she's like, oh, come look at my flowers. And I'm like, okay, great. Thinking there'd be some sort of flower. And she's like pointing it out to me, like showing it off like Vanna White. And I'm like, what am I looking at? (laughs) No, and that's where... So I actually do have... It's June 5th today. June 7th, I do have a group coming out. I won't say what the group is, but I I mean, I guess I could. Basically, they offer home visits for first-time moms. It's an organization and it's free. So it's really cool. I was so flattered that they asked me last winter because they're like, well, our our meeting, our annual meeting is going to be overnight at a hotel in St. Cloud because it's it's a whole Minnesota-wide program. So it's it's centrally located. And the gal in charge of it, her name's Nikki. I don't know her super well, but she married a guy from my hometown and she lives in my hometown now. And so like, she's always been super friendly, super nice. And so she asked me if she could come and I'm like, well, it's not going to be what you think it is. Like it's going to be a bunch of six inch plants, but it's still a cool experience. I've got a lot of really cool flowers and it's they're going to learn to build a bouquet and it's it's going to be fun. So I made an exception for that group, but otherwise, you know, not until like after the 4th of July for the most part is when we start anything around here because of that, because people come and expecting flowers and it's like, nope. But like we talked about even late July, August, if I'm doing my job right, I'm cutting all the flowers and selling them. So it's not, it's not a ton of flowers. I mean, it is, you know, I leave a lot of them go to bloom for you picks and The goal is to always try to plant way more than you think, but yeah. Well, thank you for listening to another episode of the Sunny Mary Meadow podcast. That's June in general. You know what? Why don't we, toward the end of of June, do like a five-minute update, and I can just see if anything changed or whatever, and then, so maybe you can edit this one for this, and then we can, I'm looking at Abby, like adding to her list. (laughs) Or we could do like a five-minute recap before the July plan. Yeah, that's a good way. That's a good way. Sounds good. Thanks for listening to the Sunny Mary Meadow podcast. I'm your host, Liz. If you like what you're hearing, please subscribe and rate us. You can find us on Instagram, Pinterest, and Facebook at Sunny Mary Meadow. Subscribe to our email newsletter at sunnymarymeadow.com. And if you have questions or comments or anything to say, we would love to hear from you. You can email us at podcast at sunnymarymeadow.com. Flowers, flowers, we love flowers. Sunny Mary Meadow, they smell so good. Sunny Mary Meadow dot com.